mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, introducing the greatest top 10 show, The Movie Mount Rushmore, featuring the one AJ Anthony Jordan, the UK's favorite film critic, Nico Duro, the silver screen dude. Hey, screeners, how you doing? It's myself, the one AJ Anthony Jordan. And me, Nico Lero. So, this is a very, I mean, I can't even think of a way of, like, doing a tangent. I'm just going to be very honest on, this has to be the most different episode yes. that we've done. It's a fan selection, so thank you to our fans for putting this out there. But it's a, um, yeah, we've never, we've, we've done actor, we've done genre, we've never done music. <laughs> Yep, uh, you've never done composer. This is definitely a profile episode, so all oh, deletes sure, do not sure. apply. Yeah, no, no, no. By by all means, I will agree on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a very interesting one, and and what you're also going to find, guys, is going to be slightly different from us because no, I know some of you are thinking it. I or Nico will not be humming shit. <laughs> no. Remove that from your thoughts straight away because it's not going to happen. I mean, you're welcome to if you want to, but you will hear a small sound bite just so you know officially what we're talking about when it comes to these tracks. It, and it has to be small because anything over 10 seconds and our asses get a copyright infringement. So I am not coming out of self-isolation to go into court. It's nope. <laughs> not going to be the reason I'm leaving. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're just doing everything within our legal parameters. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask one thing about how you've put your list together. Like, first off, to talk about this guy's body of work, it's unreal. <laughs> like, I mean, this guy is the beating musical heart of Hollywood, as far so as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm going to ask you something, and I should have asked you before. Did you actually have a worth? No. Okay, good. I, so I'm I not, can't no. do it. Like, this, he I, hasn't done anything bad. You know what was really funny with mine? And it probably is in yours. I was going to be like, it's a worse, but it actually kicks ass because it was worse by default of the film. However, the tune matches it so perfectly to set you in the tone of the film that it's by no means crap. Like, he's got it on lock. (laughs) You look at, forget forget how good the actual music pieces are. His involvement with these films is like, these are some of the biggest films of all time. It's unreal. Like, to, to be involved with one of these films, you're like, oh, well played, sir. He's done 10 of these films, if not more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, sometimes, yeah. and this is where I had to be careful, sometimes in one movie, Star Wars, we, he's, he's like done six or seven great pieces of music. And it's like, dude, I could pick your, I could do a top, top 10, 10 based on that franchise. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> As it stands out, I've only done the one because I think, you know, I'd like, yeah, hard, hard. I had so to do hard. two. I had to do two. Bro, in my honorables alone, I've got three. Okay, okay. from that franchise, and it, it, I, I, you can't. It was so difficult because I was like, I, I can't 
just bash on about how great the Star Wars is and then not talk about some other things on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Um, yeah, I done for the too. sake of honouring his body of work. But you best damn believe that when we get to the point of talking about that franchise, I will be talking about a lot of different music. <laughs> no, by all means, by all means, because it, 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 it's there. So I, I will give that to you. Uh, <laughs> it needs to be done. So In that, in that case, I guess we need to punt the franchise or not? Oh, we'd have to. Yeah. Ooh, uh, two, though. Do you know two. the names of both pieces of music? I know. Yeah, well, Can you I describe don't... them? Yeah, I, listen, you'll know them. You'll know them when I mention them. All right, cool. Sure. I know what? one of them I know. The other one, I believe it's the name. I could be wrong, but I believe it's the name. Okay. So, all right, tell you what. If if the one if one of the ones you've got is the same as mine, we'll punt or not punt. And if the other, I haven't seen this, I, not. I've, I've just the other one which I don't have, we can just go out and play it. Cool. All good. Um, also, I wanted to run this past you. Just a little idea I was having to get the silver screen dudes and fans of the Movie Mount Rushmore podcast that much more involved with us. Do, do you know what? Just before you start, I love how these guys see it. They must be like, do these guys not talk? Because as they're coming on, we're like, someone's had this idea. <laughs> what do you think? Like, this is how we like to involve you guys. Like, we, yes. We're not going to change the format by any means. Hit no, me. So you know how we've got the movie Mount Rushmore where we decide the four quintessential movies of the genre? Yeah. Why don't we put it over to the dudes to select the actual best? So once we've got our Rushmore, we can then poll it on Twitter and be like, now you guys decide the best. And we can then announce the best the following week. Don't get me wrong. I am fully down. I am fully, fully down, right? But... And I, I, I'm one who hates to attack the screeners. I hate to attack the screeners, right? You get the screeners who will come in and will do a fan selection. And I'm not saying we don't get a retweet. I'm not saying we don't get a follow. But every time you're like, what do you think? <laughs> it's like the biggest dead silence, guys. So I'm down for it. Don't hurt us on this. We'll put it out there. We trust in you guys on this one. Because it, it, it's out of our control. So if it goes, don't be like, well, why did it go? Uh, you're to blame. But then, <laughs> don't, get wrong, don't get me wrong. There may be that one vote. And anyone who wants to complain, get voting next time. <laughs> That's the only way you can get the result you want. Don't your boo, vote. vote. Come again? Don't boo, vote. Well, this is it. You, well, this is it. You, like, you will get there. And anytime anyone complains, it will be on you. Get your votes in. Get your people to vote. You, It'll yeah, be on Twitter. Yeah. And I might it, also start polling on YouTube. I would do it on Insta. I would do it on Insta as well. Does Insta have the ability to poll? It has a way. I would have to talk to our screener in the making, <laughs> Young Zadie, because he uses that side of social media more than I do. Okay. For anyone who follows me, you'll realise this week was the first time I posted a story. It's just what it is. <laughs> and it so, caused confusion. The fuck is he, the fuck is he challenging me on? I got, I got, I got nominated. And normally I'll tell everyone, like, it, it's stupid, but it's real. I've always been like, I need to find the exact right story to post. And I'm like, okay, I will figure it out. And that was my excuse to, like, I'm not going to figure this shit out. And <laughs> the person who nominated me was like, so you're just going to read my story and not accept the nomination. I'm like, I don't post stories. What do you mean you don't post stories? You have to post them. I'm like, okay, uh, 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 how do I do this? <laughs> it was step by step. It was really big yes, I'm not lying. So that's what it was. But yeah, we'll look out for it and we'll find a way of voting because I'm sure there is a way of doing it. It has to be a story kind of vote though. I'm, I'm not sure what it is. It might be like answer, but there is a way of doing a poll on Instagram. So we will, we'll put it out there. We'll put it on. What is your project for the week, AJ? 
as I said, he's in training. He will do that. But yeah, it'll be on our Facebook, our Twitter for sure. If Insta can do it, we'll do it there as well. You know he's going to actually be talking on the podcast in the coming years, don't you? I can see it coming. Well, yeah, I know, I know. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he will be. I know he will. It's, it's. Oh, my days. Just saying this, going out of the brook. So the other day, I've called him. Haven't seen him in a while. He's so slightly. His voice is broken. No! Dude! I was like, huh? Hello? <laughs> he's like, hi. Hello. <laughs> I was, His balls have dropped. <laughs> I was shocked to shit, man. I was shocked to shit. It was mad. But anyway, enough of our personal talks. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, so anyone who hasn't joined us, thank you for that. And now you see how much we like to involve you guys. You are part of our daily combos. And um, just in case you're thinking, what is this movie, Matt Rushmore? Nico, please, <laughs> over to you, sir. So for those of you tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. Please be sure to leave that rating on iTunes and all podcast platforms. Give us that five-star rating. Please share this podcast with any movie fans that you may know. And please, where possible, be sure to leave a review. It really helps us. How does the movie Mount Rushmore work? AJ and I get us on the topic. And this week by our fan, William Bruyard. And we go our separate ways and we come back in studio. Except we're not in studio. We're doing this via Skype. And we deliver to you, the Silver Screen Dudes, our individual top tens. This week, I will go first delivering my bottom three. AJ will then deliver his bottom three. I will deliver my next two. AJ will deliver his next two. Then we will trade one apiece. If at any time while one person has a movie in a higher position, that person will say... Punt! I should have said if while we are rounding off our list, one person has a movie in a higher position, that person will indeed say punt. And then we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the higher position. Once we have both rounded off our individual top tens, we will create the movie Mount Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse must-see movies of the genre, which this week is... Well, it's not movies of a genre, it's top ten John Williams scores. That's so, the one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, essentially it will cover a movie, but as you said, Star Wars and the franchise, there are many... Scores within a film, let alone a franchise. God, yes. So, yeah, that's that. Over to you, sir. Your number 10. My number 10, it probably by default for the simple reason that I was saying before that I could have easily filled this with the Star Wars. Okay. Uh, Star Wars one, easily. But I thought, no, let's show a bit more variety here. The man, John Williams, is famed for doing big, larger-than-life blockbuster epic scores that just echo through the halls of time. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It does some movies which, while you may not remember the soundtrack so well, when you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, actually, that was great. And my number 10 is Catch Me If You Can. Ooh, okay. Didn't make my list, actually. I can't think. I did see, I must admit, I have to go, I, I'd have to hear, yeah. The well, opening. let's the opening from Catch Me If You Can, and here it is. Yes. Ah, okay, yeah, so I get you. It's like that nice kind of... And I firmly believe that this was copied slash mimicked when they did the intro for Tintin. 
Okay, yes. It, yeah, the the yeah. whole look of it, the way it was animated, that man on the run, you know, with Tom Hanks' character chasing DiCaprio. But it set that little score, and I am not going to pretend to be a musical expert and tell you about tell you about musical arrangements, and that's what they were trying to achieve. Fuck no. I, that's not what this episode is going to be about. All I can do is tell you as a movie fan how I think it made me feel and thereby set the, you know, the tone for the film. So you've, t- you've actually taken the thing that I was going to say, is that they set the tone so well that even if you hadn't seen the trailer for this film, you're like, okay, let's go see Catch Me If You Can. Mm. Point and take. You're like, this tells me, okay, we're on a... It sets that pace of, you know, there's a... Well, it sounds so stupid, but there's a chase. There's someone after someone else. It's got that feel and it's got that sleuthy type feel to it that you're like, okay, okay. Right, let the movie begin. I know where we're at now. This is it. And it's got that kind... It's almost playful, which kind of highlights really well what Frank William Abagnale was about. Because he was, as well as being a very smart man, he was almost playful with how clever he was at this shit, you know? So that kind of beat that John Williams had, that... It plays on on the playfulness really, really well. (laughs) But it also sets up this... The the pacing of it really makes you feel like, okay, it's playful, but there's a chase and you can feel that he's constantly going to be on the run. So the score perfectly, you know, encapsulates what kind of movie you're actually in for, what you can be braced for. Mm. Um, Like, you just hear that. And like I said, it's one of those ones where if you haven't heard it for a while, you're like, I don't remember it. But then when you hear it again, you're like, ah, yes. And this... That's where I've heard it from. Yes, and this frames the movie oh so perfectly. Okay, well played. Well played. Okay, sir. Your number nine. My number nine? um, There's a bit of a theme going with this one, but Hook. Okay, that, sir, is a punt. Are we talking the main theme, yeah? Yes. Okay, that is a punt. That's a punt. My number eight... Yeah, okay, this is the first big one. Um, Harry Potter. Nice, nice. Okay, and it's on the honourable. It, well, it has to be, and yeah. here it is just for you to listen to. <laughs> what more can you say? It's what? kind of perfect. Like, I'm... I am... There's always that thing, isn't there, where if you're, you know, if you're asked speed round questions, it's Power Rangers or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Transformers or Gundam? Transformers. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. You know? <laughs> you're, you're proving a point here, but <laughs> I am proving a point, but the, the fact of the matter is, is that although I think the books supersede the movies so much, there's still some quite enjoyable things about the movies themselves. There's a lot wrong with them. I don't think they're these perfect fantasies that everyone makes them out to be. I actually think they're thoroughly flawed. I, I, I think it's one of those things that had it been a standalone franchise of films, it's one thing. You compare them to the books, it has the damage. And I think it, it created its world. Harry Potter was absolutely huge. huge. And for those who didn't actually pick up the book, they had a chance to embrace it. Maybe not as much as we did from a literal point of view, but yep. it gave someone a chance to embrace it. So for that, I, you know, I give it. But I agree, there are many flaws. And the music captures that. The book, it's that first Harry Potter movie that was so important because you are, as a quote-unquote muggle, essentially seeing this boy's perception of the world change because although he's always a wizard, hence the lightning on his head, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the chosen one, um, he does have the point of view in his early years 
as a muggle. He always feels like he doesn't fit. And he always feels like there's got to be something more to me. You know, being sleep, sleeping under the stairs can't be the be all to end all here. Yeah. But he's still in his early existence is very much a muggle. It's not until, you know, halfway through the first act of the first movie where he's where Hagrid comes in. He's like, you're a wizard, Harry. And he's like, uh, no, I'm not. I'm just Harry. <laughs> and that music has to capture that feeling of transformation, I think, because you, while you know you're getting into a film which is fantasy with witches and wizards, so you've got that bum, 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 bum. But you've all the musical instruments they choose. You know, they're all what are they called? Not brass, um, like the triangle and whatnot. They're, they're, they're metal instruments. They're all. Um, they're all kind of childish and convey a sense of wonder. And it's kind of creates a mystery. And you're like, okay, it's a magical mystery. And I'm going to go through something with the main character. And once again, the score just perfectly captures that initial journey that you go through. Yeah. No, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, it is literally, as, as we said from the offset, it sets the tone in such a way that you just know what you're feeling. And I, I honestly believe, you could go in blind and you just, you've got it. You've just got that feeling of this is what I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sensing this tone and it, it's, it's weird how it, it's those little motions and little noises in the background. Like, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's more supernatural than natural. It's more mystical than, you yeah. know, you're in a fantasy world. So I, yeah. And I, that's why I say music is the heart of movies, you know, because, and I, we, we got asked this a while ago, like, what do you think the most important thing about, films are you i think made a great point by saying characters because if you can't relate to the characters then (laughs) you're not going to enjoy the movie (laughs) which is true i ended up saying music because i thought you could have the best actors in the world if you play the wrong piece of music that doesn't capture the scene or paint a picture of what you're in for there is nothing more jarring in a movie like and i'll give you a prime example that not peter pan but it must have been out five six years ago now Pan. pan Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Blackbeard comes out to Nirvana, smells like teen spirit. And I was like, the fuck? You get some stuff like that. And you, I, I've had those. I can't even think of one offhand. But you're like, why would you put that there? Right. And, you know, you, you get all of this stuff. And there's another thing I will add. There's one where the music is wrong. And there are others when you have a film and there's a distinct lack of music. Yes. And you're like, it, sometimes it works and sometimes it's just a bit eerie when it shouldn't be eerie if you should mm. you're like something's missing i can't i yep. can't put my finger on it but something's missing you know that's how I, I would put it that way for me you know the more you start to study film and appreciate film you're like there should have been a bit of music in the background that would have just set the tone a bit more and yeah yeah that that is exactly it so no it, it's it's you know film is like a jigsaw puzzle it, 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 there are many parts that make it and music is one of those for sure it's not it's not it's not the joker in the pack it's a definite part of the pack that needs oh, it to is. I know I went from puzzles to a deck of cards, but <laughs> I was just, that's yeah, my that's best. Fair. It's not a spare piece. It is most definitely needed in making it whole, if you would. Yes, yeah. the pink and purple on Monet's water lilies. There you go. That's the one. That's the one. Okay, so are you ready for my number 10? Are you ready? Yes, I am. I'm ready? <laughs> a, bit, a bit soon for that part. My number 10 was Schindler's List. Fun. Okay. Number nine, I think, I'm sure this one is a punt. I think my bottom three are going to be a punt for you. Jurassic Park. Oh, fuck. Big punt. <laughs> I, I, I had a feeling. What the fuck is that doing at number nine? 
And number eight, I, I uh, this might be a small punt, I'm guessing. Home Alone. Honourable. Honourable. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I knew it was either small punt or honourable. It was that, to be honest. And to be fair with you, a lot, unless it's one that I missed, most films are like honourable. I didn't even write a list because the catalogue of work is ridiculous. Oh, like, insane. Again, we've just agreed that there's no worse. Like it, it matches the tone. Um, so honourable. We need to hear the track. Yes, that's what I was going to say. So for this one, here we go. Yes, that was that was the track from Home Alone. I've punted it twice in this one. What I love about this one is it has that Christmas feel, that family warming feel, but in the same breath, it has that hint of darkness that, and a hint of sorrow that you're like, it's warm. It, it works both ways because in the beginning it sets a Christmas tone for you, but it, it's something's off kind of thing and it plays up. But then you come to the end of the movie it warms you so much when he captures his family again. So each time it, it, it works. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 the way that you, you could see all's not right but in the same breath it can swing the other way and it's like it wasn't right but it's working again you know? yeah yeah it, yeah Definitely. That, that is one thing i really appreciated about that one now people who have just heard that 10 second soundbite are probably going to be like that's really similar to catch me if you can well yes but guess what composers tend to do that like if you want to hear the biggest copycat in the industry look no further than mr hans zimmer like, <laughs> Hans is a mega talent and a lot of people would say he's every bit as good as John Williams I would say he's up there he's not the goat I'd say he's number two I think Williams retains the title of the goat but I defy you to listen to Gladiator Pirates of the Caribbean and the Lion King and that bum ba 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 bum 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 ba 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 bum 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 it's all the same track like I have to be honest with this as well when it comes to my and this is partially why I don't want to hum, because I can aim to hum one, but it ends up sounding more like the other. You, you know what I'm talking about. And, but they're all classic. And to me, it, it's a signature. 
it's, it's one of those things that, yeah, they may sound alike, but they are yeah. different in the same breath because you know you're on a different journey, I will yep. say. And what then happens with that is you'll be like, without even knowing, you're like, that's a John Williams. That's the hand element. You know, it's there. They have that. The same way you can be like, that's a Dr. Dre. That's a Timberland. Sorry, this is the hip hop in me talking more than anything else, but that's my music. There's another person, but he is pretty much cancelled in R&B, so I'm not going to mention him, but he was a good producer. He has a documentary on Netflix right now. Oh, this guy. That guy. We won't mention him. We'll just leave it there. Kendrick. I have to do it. I will do. I will do because it has to be done. And he's ca- I mean, he's cancelled. He is cancelled. It, it, it's a fact in life. He is cancelled. But it's like, dude, he's cancelled harder than Michael Jackson. Seriously. He, oh, he, no, he's mega cancelled. This guy is. I mean, he's inside. That just tells you. He ain't looking so cool now with that weak ass weave growing out of his hair. <laughs> there's a part of me that wants to just release a joke that i read on insta the other day but uh, part of it sounds so wrong at the same time it's like r kelly is do it. I'm do it if you feel it's wrong guys if you don't hear it then it's because it's been deemed wrong and we, it's been removed but it was r kelly has removed this <laughs> r kelly wants to leave his aunt has, has put a plea in to leave prison due to covid19 Someone then replies, it wouldn't have bothered him if it was COVID-15, would it? Oh! Shit! That's just real! That's just real! <laughs> so wrong. So wrong, I know. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's true. He forged Aaliyah's birth certificate uh, so he uh, could marry her. Trust me, age ain't nothing but a number brings on a whole new meaning when you know the truth. Every time I've played that track, and I'm like, oh, God, no, no, like, dude, no, yeah. Age ain't nothing but a number, well, it is when you're getting married. (laughs) (laughs) By law, by law, exactly. But hey, what can we do? uh, Anyway, moving on, John Williams, positive thoughts, positive thoughts. Back in the room, we're back in the room. So yeah, that was, as you said, there are similarities, yes. But to me, it was one of those that just had to make the list. Um, my childhood. Hmm. Yeah. No, okay. mate, hundred percent, hundred percent. Listen, there is not a single soundtrack on here where you're gonna hear me fight it, other than you putting Jurassic Park so goddamn I, low. I, you know, the minute I put it there, and at first, I'm not gonna lie, it was like number five, and then I started listening. Like That's still like, too low. <laughs> no, no, no. My top four were not moving. <laughs> they were not moving. I have to right. say, they were not moving. Okay. I, I have a feeling that my five is going to be your three. Sorry, I have a feeling that my three is... No, I'll try that one more time. <laughs> I have a feeling that my five is going to be your three. Okay, possibly. Just put, I have a feeling. Just putting okay. that out there. So are we back on me now? You are indeed, sir. So my number seven. I mean, so iconic that it's responsible for the logo. E.T. Is your number seven? seven. It's my number six. Well, let's talk. Actually, <laughs> let's listen. Yes. Magic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Magic and adventure. That is all. <laughs> you just need two words and that gives it away. It's just, yeah. It, it, how can I say it? You just have this feeling. And do you know, at first, it's like, I, I remember the theme. But I was slightly hazy to it. And I was like, let me type it in. I'm like, you fool. How could you yeah. forget 
and it just it just brings you right back in uh yeah as you said it set the tone for the logo and you see the logo and you pitch the theme song <laughs> like, yeah you yeah. can see that bike flying in front of the moon with a little et in the front and you can it it's a theme i think that it's not just magic and adventure it's friendship yeah yeah, yeah. like and there's it's yeah. while while i'll, I'll I'm going to say the unpopular thing here. I've never been the biggest E.T. guy. I've always liked it. I've always admired it. And I've always completely understood that it has its place in cinema history. Like, definitely. But it's not one I often go back to revisit that much. But I, I can agree it, with you. It's got its place now. Because there's all these weird little allegories about, you know, being an illegal alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Donald Trump age, that's quite relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I mean, E.T. is one of those. It's weird because, as you said, I've always appreciated it. I never loved it. The more I think of it, you, you will like it for the adventure and parts. But I don't want to say it dragged. That's wrong. But there's something about it. It does just, drag. Yeah, but there's something about it that you're like, especially once you've seen it, let's say and you know that adventure you know the bikes going up in the air you just keep wanting that part and then you keep watching the other bits like why do I not remember this why don't and you're just wait I think that part and again it's led to Steven Spielberg's logo it's so iconic it's kind of like even dirty dancing in the lift like yeah everything else before that's a bit like are we getting there yet are we getting there yet I, I think it's that I think it is that and you're right it, it's lovable it's not that you never go and you know turn your tv and be like Oh shit, ET's on. You'll you be like, oh, ET. You may not watch it, but it warms you knowing yes. ET's on. You know? it so, does. yeah, you're right. The soundtrack plays a huge, huge part. Huge part, huge part. And that's why it is my number six and your number seven. Like, <laughs> it's not, by no means to be disregarded. And my number six is the punt from earlier. That is Schindler's List. Okay, cool. And here's the music. I mean, re reach for the tissues because you need to dry your eyes out. Do you, know, do you know what I love about it as well? Is it, it has that sorrow, but it also takes you back in time. You listen to it. It gives you a location, a time, and sorrow in one. You know, I, I know it's Poland and not Russia, but you hear it, and it, you feel that old country. <laughs> that's what I keep thinking. Of. I have that accent. I'm like, you sound more Russian, that's why I'm not going to do it right now. But it just sets that time. You know you're, you're, you're in an old, you know, you've gone back in time. You can feel the sorrow. You can feel the pain. And it's like, yeah. And that's why, to me, it had to make the list. I was like, it, it encapsulates everything. You don't even have to be in the room. You've never seen the film. You're like, okay, this is an old period piece. You, you just feel it instantly. Mm. It, yeah, it doesn't only take you back in time and in, in history, obviously, but it very, very much frames the event. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Sad. well, here's, here's mankind at its absolute fucking worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it just? However, however, every cloud has a silver lining. And, it's, it's, you know, as much as it's not the greatest of silver lining, he, he done his absolute best to help as many people as he could. Do you know what I always forget about this movie? And I, I re get reminded each time I obviously go back. But it's like, yeah, he starts off as being a bit of a prick. 
Yeah, exactly. That's why it's hard to say, like, the ultimate silver lining, but it's for his own benefit, you know? He sees it as that, and then the heart starts to grow into warm. Then he start, finally realises that, oh, shit, I've got some people to save here. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but dude, wake up. You should have done this earlier, you dumb motherfucker. But, but do you know, it's one of those things... It, it, hindsight is twenty twenty. If you've been brought up in a world that shows you one way, especially with the role he was in, it's like you are led to believe that propaganda that was going around in your country. You are following that rule. And then the more you're going there, you're like, hold on, no, these are people too. These are lives. This is, it, it, there's more to it than just that. And you, you know, Jewish, you're Jewish most... lives matter. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> Literally. 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 fucking history doesn't learn, does it? It's heartbreaking. It is legitimately heartbreaking, some of the stuff you see in here. Black Lives Matter, and it's like, yeah, you could change black for a lot of other ethnicities, and it's like, I swear we've been here before, world. Have we not learned anything? Yeah, you know, it's it's that age-old saying, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It's like, okay, that's gone. Oh, it would never happen again. That was such an atrocity. And then you're like, but here we are again. (laughs) You know, a new generation put on a shiny dinner jacket. Yeah, shiny dinner jacket rather. Yeah, it's just it's it's sad. It's heartbreaking. It's like, come on, you guys can do better. But you know, we are in a generation of woken warriors, so hopefully we will eradicate sooner than later. But I I know there's still a long way to go. That's the sad bit behind it. But yes, going back to the score, heartbreaking, but it sets the tone perfectly. And it tugs at the heartstrings, you know? Oh. <laughs> there's, there's an extra instrument being played, and that's the heartstrings being tugged. No, there is. And you, you, I, I do sometimes dislike it when directors kind of force you into an emotion, but given the gravity of the event, and you, you can very clearly tell Spielberg and John Williams are working together and going, okay, audience, listen up. You're going to cry now. now. <laughs> and it's like, yep. Fuck you. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, it, it, it is a real one. You know, especially every time you look at it and then you see the ending and you see the actual real families every year who pay that respect and you're like, oh, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, it is. It's sad. It is sad. Okay, so that was your number six and my number ten. Okay, over to me with my number seven Three. is the one we punted on on my end. And that's Hook. Yeah, well, here's the piece of music, please. Yeah. Do you know, again, this was one... He can fly! (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You have got that magic. You have got that magic, that... You're just... You know what gave it to me? It's those warming feelings that I get back when I listen to these stuff. And I'm like, dude, you are... You know your shit. You know your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Putting it lightly. He's only won five Oscars. (laughs) Putting it lightly, you know your shit. Just small fry. Was it five Oscars, eight BAFTAs or something like that? It's like, motherfucker. Just a small trophy case in the back, you know, nothing big, yeah, you know. But I bet he's like one of those guys who has got like a mural of himself, like standing on a lion with a sword <laughs> on his with his baptists around it, going, I am John Williams. <laughs> Test me if you dare. <laughs> Shout out to Keith Lee. Oh, bask in his glory. <laughs> and the best bit was he'd be like, When you come to challenge me. I would compose the score for your battle and your death. 
because I can do that. I Mask can. in my glory. <laughs> exactly. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Yeah, that's me composing your finish. <laughs> Spoiler, you lose. <laughs> I would love... Could you imagine that, though? The world's most arrogant composer. It would just be... Yeah. That would, yeah, Could he be integrated to Aladdin London? If we can get John Williams, that would be the best. The absolute best. We have officially just sealed our fate as winners there. Like, yeah, yeah. we're just waiting for the we're just waiting for the Oscar nomination. Thank you. Yeah, it's nothing. I, I think we're getting more into Razzie territory. Here <laughs> but they'll be like, but they scored John Williams. Like, how? <laughs> how? Yeah. No, that's a big one. It's a good no. idea. It's a good idea. <laughs> that's the one. That is definitely the one. But no, Hook. Hook just gave me that feeling again. You feel that adventure and that magic behind it, and then it just warms you. And as you said, he can fly. It's like, you want to know what my happy thought was? It was you. And then so good. Like, I defy anyone, anyone, when they're seeing that movie, when he leaves the baseball field after the whole uh, home run Jack, home run Jack. And he goes and he's sort of, not, not self-isolation, but he's trying to force himself. He's like, I've got to fly. I've got to fly. And then he discovers the tree where Wendy and Toodles and John yeah. and Michael were. And he finds the teddy bear and Tink comes in and tells him, like, you know, you're my happy thought. And that reminds him of his mother. And that's what pushes him to fly. Yeah. That and moment where he breaks out the tree and he's in full Peter Pan gear. And he's smiling and happy and flying. You're like... How the fuck can you not smile as an audience member? Do you know, it's really funny that this has just hit me now, but this is one of the, if not possibly the best sequel, if you think of it, that has ever created. Because you have the original story of Peter Pan, and then you come into this part of him growing up, and it's a whole new adventure. I don't know if I'd call it a sequel. Spiritual successor, maybe, but I don't yeah. know outright secret. I mean, yeah, it's not, because in fairness, there was no book written, it'd be unfair to do that. But when you follow up, it's like, yeah, so this is what happened. And the way they link it back to everything in the past, I was like, shit, you know, as you just mentioned that, he goes back to the tree, I was like, yeah. Like, again, they've gone back and they've done, like, Pan and all these stuff, but nothing has actually touched Hook. <laughs> I don't even think Disney's Peter Pan touches Hook. Hook was, Hook was a beauty. And in no small part, John Williams is to thank for that, you know. And now here's Honestly. the weirdest thing. I'm going to give you some crash level knowledge now. People really dislike this film. Did that come up on our list, actually, of when the critics got it wrong or something, or when the fans got it I'm wrong? I'm sure it did. It must have. It must have. And it's unbelievable. And I just don't understand it. Like, no. Gold. The, the film was gold. So. If you're wrong, you're wrong. You're still welcome to subscribe, but hey, you may not agree with what you say because hey, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> don't get how you can't like that film. And that hook is a beauty. And it's timeless. It is. It's actually timeless. You know, there are other stuff you can watch. Like I remember going to the cinema and watching, I'm just on a Robin Williams tip here. Going to the cinema, watching Flubber, it was, hey, it was fun. Watched it a second time, I was like, hey. Whereas hook, I'd be like, hey, looky, looky, I got hooky. Like, yeah. Watch this, man. Rufio. Hook is a classic. Come on, people. What's wrong with you? I know, right? Like, get a heart. Yeah. So that was my number seven in your number? That was my number eight or nine. Let me just reconsult my list. That was my number nine. Your number nine. Okay. So it's going to be over to your number five. But before that... Yep. It's over to the list. 
to the Lexi. Hey, Silver Screen dudes and fans of the Movie Mount Rushmore podcast. Uh, I'm Dave. I'm from the Lexi Cinema on Chamberlain Road, uh, London's greatest independent social enterprise cinema. 100% of our profits go to charity. Now, we're a first-run cinema showing the latest releases, but we also do a lot of community screenings. And we are currently fundraising for a second screen, or what we're calling The Hub. Now, an example of some of the stuff that we do at the moment is Black History Studies, Women-Only Refugee Film Club, Cinemates, Cinegems, which is for seniors and the hard of hearing. Uh, we've got the Lexi Film School, which we started back in 2018. Uh, Sign for All, which is uh, screenings especially for deaf people. And relaxed screenings, which are aimed towards families and kids on the autistic spectrum. Now, what we want to be able to do is have more of those screenings. And with a second screen, there is so much more that we'd be able to do. So we'd love you to help us fundraise for that. So please visit uh, the website, which is spacehive.com forward slash the Lexi Hub. You can find a link to that in the description. We're fundraising until May the 25th, so please do head there. And please be sure to follow the Movie Mount Rushmore podcast on Twitter, where you'll be able to see all of the Lexi programming and everything that they're doing. Guys, <laughs> week in, week out. I'm doing it for the new ones, and I'm keeping it short for the, for the current listeners, um, the regulars. Support this. this. This is a big move. Yes, we're in quarantine. Yes, we're in self-isolation. But this is a big move. This is local cinema doing their best. Local cinema supporting charities. I, I Just before we actually went on, I saw the doors of the Lexi open and they've got like a food run going on. Like These guys do some good stuff. Don't just leave it to the mayor's five grand. Like We could all put a little something in there. Let's do what we can to, to help something. And do you know what it is? It's something to look forward to post-quarantine. Yep. Post-lockdown. Yeah. Bingo. That's the one. And check out their website. You may just catch a film that you may enjoy. There's a lot on there. Oh, yeah. Right. My number five, this is the one I'm predicting is going to be your three, maybe four, but I have a feeling you're going to punt me here. Superman. You bastard. Bang on. Number three. (laughs) (laughs) That was a you bastard. (laughs) Well played. So that's a punt. Okay, that is a punt indeed. That is a punt. Your number five. Okay, this is the first of my fr- or from that franchise that we spoke about. I know I said I wouldn't hum, but before I'm going to it, I'm going to hum it. Dun, 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 dun. Take it away. All right, so that would be the uh, Imperial March. That's the one. Right, here, let's listen to it properly. Is it- Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for based on cox analysis of ookla speed test intelligence data q3 2022 and cox serviceable areas visit cox.com internet for details membership fees apply after free trial cancel anytime can i be real for a second that goal you have to exercise and eat better You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. So we're not punting on that one, no? Nope. Cool. I didn't think so. 
I mean, darkness all around. Oh, bro. Like, listen. So Evil is coming and it's going to wreck your shit. I am, I am episode seven. We all know this. However, this theme for episode two ran shit. This is telling you what's going down. Episode two. Shut up. You know what I mean. Original number two, episode five, right? No, but wait, wait, it's funny you say that. Is it not in episode four as well, right? I don't think it's in episode four. To my memory, it's in episode five they play it for the first time. And then in episode six again when the Emperor actually arrives. But what's funny is you've said episode two. Inadvertently, you've actually just done something quite clever. (laughs) Because at the end of episode two, literally the penultimate shot when they've got all the clone troopers lined up, just after Yoda says, begun the clone war has, it cuts to all of the troops lined up to that bum. Ba ba bum, bam, bam, ba 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 bum, and then it breaks into the Imperial March as it pans up to Senator Palpatine to say, like, hey, this is how evil was born. So inadvertently, <laughs> you just said something very clever. But yeah. I just wanted, I was, hey, I when I, I challenged you on yeah. episode two, if you'd actually turned around and gone, yeah, and what? I would have been like, yeah, okay, well, fine. <laughs> but that's not what you meant. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't. I was just saying number two, but yes, essentially it's number five in, in, in the, the best Skywalker one. saga. Oh, yeah. Well, as I said, for me, what I got from Rise of the Skywalker, not Rise of the Skywalker. Um, oh, shit. Bro, I'm going blank. My oh, head. Well, is... I'm not helping you here. You can suffer here. What's it called? Come on, your girl Ray. What happens? I to know her? She wakes up. The What's Force Awakens. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I had gone major blank there. Excuse me. Yeah, but no. Episode seven, The Force Awakens. It was like that was my that without any spoilers or anything. This was my real Star Wars experience. I had seen episode one. But you can understand why that didn't make it as a favourite. <laughs> so this is my truth. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. You saw where it was on my list. It was number three. But we, there is a certain Mr. Binks who just ruined it too much. Yeah. But, okay, so okay, let, let's tangent here. Is any music from episode one to be punted or not? Well, it's kind of, yeah. No, no, no. I know, I know where you're going. It's not that one. So, don't worry. Right, okay. So I can talk about it. Well, what, are you not bringing it up? Nope. That's not your number one? Nope. Oh, okay, go for it. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) So this was the hardest thing for me to cut from the list. I'm bringing it up now as we're talking Star Wars, but Jewel, uh, sorry, yeah, Jewel of the Fates. Well, uh, do you know what? I'm going to play it. Just play it. I I actually thought it was going to be on your list. Like, you'll get, yeah. I thought that was you all over. I, I, I honestly thought it was. Bro, it is me all over. But I have to say, you'll wait till you hear my number one and you hear the explanation. And okay, okay. Jewel of the Fates, it, it vindicates something I say, which is episode one is a criminally undervalued, underappreciated movie. But every time I watch it, I love it. More and more and more and more. And I know that everyone hates on it. And as a result of everyone hating, it's almost become like a must-do to hate on it. Yes, Jar Jar Binks is a fucking wanker, all right? But there is so much good in that film. 
oh, do, do, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you because I actually the last time when we were building up to Silver Screen Dudes and I watched excuse me episode one I was all over it I was like you know what okay Jar Jar's annoying but it's actually really good for, do you know what hit me because um with Disney Plus someone said to me oh is the whole Star Wars there and I was like yeah and they're like oh well, gonna, let's start from episode one I had maybe it's me being too tight and it would be like well on a trying to make it a hope you know earth like feeling you can get certain things Jar Jar Binks to me was mega racist but then yes. I also like I also then had there is a federation talking to um Padme at the beginning and that was like the most stereotypical offensive Chinese voice you can put and I I just started to go off this film in a way like I don't like where we're going but as a story being told I'm I'm okay with it it was like my, my number three and not like in order of putting the Star Wars films together so I'm not and- and I maintain it has got the greatest lightsaber fight we have ever had. I, I can agree with that. I agree, that yeah, yeah, fight yeah. with Darth Maul compounded by that. It sets the tone. It's unreal. It sets the tone. But going back to episode five, yeah, I was like, where were we again? Yeah, that just sets that tone. You just feel the evil. It gives the dark side power. It gives the sift that way. Like, so Like, as much as it has been used there, it can also be used in other forms of pop culture. Like, when you want to bring that darkness, that's the one. Yeah. And that's why I was like, yeah, March of the Emperor, yeah, yeah, it needs that, that Imperial March, sorry, March of the Emperor. It needs that, that recognition to be top five because of the impact it had outside of Star Wars lore. You can also have a lot of fun with this. Set it, set it as your ringtone when your mum calls you. I've seen a few people do this stuff. <laughs> the, the only other one that I was like, oh, really? Was a the guy who had the theme to the Godfather for when his mother rings. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. I'm not saying anything. You know who you are. <laughs> I think I might have to steal that idea. I think that's great. I think that's brilliant. I love everything about that. I laughed so much when I saw that. Okay. <laughs> That's really good, sorry. <laughs> but no, the, the darkness is brought in with Imperial March, so that, that is why it had to be, it had to be my number five. So powerful. It's such a powerful piece of music. Right, I have a feeling my number four and your number four are going to be exactly the same. Potentially. Indiana Jones. No, it's a punt. So I think we're slightly off, but I think our fours are pretty much the same. Well, no, slightly off. Yeah, slightly off. Yeah, I'm, I'm being punted on four. What's your number four? Jaws. That's a pun. Okay. <laughs> I think that's where we're going here. Okay. Uh, my number three is Jurassic Park, the pun from earlier. Okay. Bro, do you know what? I really had it up high and then... Not high do, enough. Do you know what got to me? I think I felt like a, a slow burn to the theme that I'm so familiar... Before we even get into it, let's hear it. <laughs> let's be fair, let's hear it. Right, sorry, apologies, I got a bit too excited. The magic is there. The wonder is there once it kicks off. But when I literally went back to YouTube and I'm like, you know, you have to compare, like, which one gets me more? I was like, shit this is taking a slow burn like it's not hitting it's not hit straight away and maybe i just got the extended version that i shouldn't have the that movie 
that fucking film is still to this day. This is Sorry? cinema. This is the intro to cinema for you. Yeah. My first ever trip to the cinema was to see this film. Now, you have to appreciate seeing this through the scope of a child. It's like, you, you, when you're a child, the first time you go to the cinema is a magical thing. Because you've never seen a screen that big. Yeah. You've never yeah. had a, jug, a, a tub of popcorn that big put in your lap. <laughs> yeah, you've never yeah. had a glass of Coke that big. You're like, well, this is ticking all the boxes so far. Now, if you're a child who can name every single Latin name of the dinosaurs, because, yes, now it's Transformers and Pokemon and Power Rangers. Yes, I'm a major man nerd, but back then it was dinosaurs. And dinosaurs don't get the same love they used to back in the day. I've got to be honest. It's a weird one, isn't it? it really dinosaurs is. were the big thing, but I mean, I took the big thing as much as I did with comic books to a whole <laughs> other level. <laughs> it was like, I mean, d- dude, I could tell you what they fed on. I could tell you what shape their teeth were. I could tell you which area of Pangaea they roamed on. Like, it was deep the knowledge I had. Yeah. I could tell you what period they were from Jurassic, Cretaceous, Triassic. I could, it was nuts. Like, I don't know where that knowledge has gone now. It's buried in there somewhere, but... Yeah. Seeing... It's not even... Like, people always talk about the first time the T-Rex attacks. Yes. Iconic. Incredible. When the raptors are in the kitchen. Terrifying. Your fucker. The Dilophosaurus, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But, bro, for me, the ultimate shot in that movie, it's none of the big moments... Well, I say that. It's the big moment for me, but it's none of the moments people automatically go to. It's the first time you see the Brachiosaurus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, the no. way, and they delay it. They fucking delay it. All you see is the characters. And you hear Hammond going, stop, 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 slow the guy down. And then Grant turning her head. And that slow delay of them both going, that look up and like, what the fuck? And then it cuts to it. And you get that, na, 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 na. And, and in that moment, Spielberg has said to you, let me hold your hand. I know this is scary. But I'm going to show you some magic here. Do you know what it is? He's a it, fucking it, magician. Well, do you know what it is? It's it's also like a breakthrough as well because it, what it also showed you with this is that you're you're in a zoo, but in a zoo that shouldn't exist, and it's like it's it's actually happened, guys. Like wow, it, like basking again, coming back to the, the key fleet, basking the glory of something that shouldn't be happened, and it's like the, you know, and it's one of those things that where. We all appreciate a zebra, uh, a giraffe, sorry, for its height and its size, an elephant for its size. But a dinosaur is live, it's real and huge to be looking at. Like, feet. Yeah, and you're like, <gasps> that breathtaking moment, that music gives it to you, that you're like, oh, wow. And wow. And yet subtle, breaking the fourth wall moment where Grant, Alan Grant, is the audience. Because he goes up to this thing, looks up at it, looks, and it's a blink and you'll miss it. But he looks at the camera and goes, it's a dinosaur. As in, (laughs) the fuck am I looking at? And the whole audience feels that feeling with him. It's like, this ain't no claymation like we got back in the 60s. That's a a dinosaur I'm looking at. That's real. We're not in Kansas anymore. (laughs) Literally. Literally. Not there, mate. No, no, no. I, I give it to you. Honestly, it was so high for me. And then I just, I don't know, like I started playing it and it just took so long to come to that breaking point. Like the, the score itself is beautiful. But it was that build up. And I was like, why is it taking so long? And I was just like, OK, ooh, yeah, that one hits me straight away. This has warmed me. This has brought me back to my childhood. And it just kept going 
lower. But I, I totally appreciate where you're coming. You're I mad. To- I totally appreciate where you're coming from. All right. Well, uh, I guess all your number three is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're there. Superman. Um, hear yeah, it? Take it away. Yeah, I mean, this one, this was the tone. You know, again, the same way we talk about how evil was represented in Imperial March. If you wanted to, you know, pop culture reference this anywhere of a hero. This was hero. This is the theme. You know, you feel it. You know, you can picture the shirt ripping and that small run that leads up into flight with this. And it's it lasted for the franchise, you know, these are the, and this is what hits me with my bottom three is that it hits you so badly that they are music. You, you know, what you're listening to, they're very similar <laughs> at points, but they're also very different for me. And this was just the magic of Superman is that it, you know, sadly it doesn't fit your um, man of steel, <laughs> you know, so it, it hasn't lasted that time, but for that Christopher Reeves era, no, I mean, and even though it's, We've moved on from that. You can still play that, and people are like Superman <laughs> all day long. It's one of the most iconic pieces of music ever made. But and I tell you the funny thing: Williams wasn't meant to do this. They they'd originally uh, Richard Donner originally drafted in Jerry Goldsmith to do this. Wow! And then scheduling conflict meant he couldn't do it, and they brought Williams in, and he picked up his Oscar. <laughs> As you do. As you do. Let the goat play. <laughs> oh, you called? <laughs> you rang? Yeah. Okay. And he does. He makes you believe. For the second time, I'd like to add. First, depending on which order you watch it in. But second time in this list, he makes you believe that someone can fly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and they're, they're very different. Yeah. They're very yeah, different. Very different. So, and so in terms very, of the very... sound, the, the, the music in them. But and the reason of... behind the flight, you know, everything. Yep. And it, each way is explained beautifully by the music. Yep. And each yeah. piece of music, however different it is, both of them make you believe this man can fly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Right, that was okay. your three, yes? Yep. My numero two, Jaws. Okay. Again, it just sets it, doesn't it? I mean, let's take it away. You know it before we even play it. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. made you scared to go in the water the music that made you scared to get in the shallow end of a swimming pool (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean and and let's be honest bruce for all of its intent wasn't the greatest creation so you couldn't create it so it was the music that set the fear it was the music that set your pulse racing the hairs raising in ways that you don't predict And and g minor played on a tuba yeah. I mean, it's a fucking tuba. A tuba is <laughs> an instrument that people use to take the piss out of fat people, for Christ's sake. It's true. It's true. And he's made this into the scariest piece Spirit of music stuff. ever. Yeah. yeah. Ever. And it's one of those things that I, I, 
I think it's sad that kids this generation may not know it. But for anyone, and bear in mind, Jaws was way before we were about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> However, you play that music and it lasted its 10, 20, 30 years, easily just set in fear. And you, like you hear that, you're like, oh, shit, what's coming? Sometimes you laugh. It was used in the comedic scene. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But it just sets that tone that you're like, oh, crap, what's coming? What's coming? What's coming? The payoff at the end could have been serious or humoristic. But you knew that when that music was there, you're like, oh, the tension starts to build. Yeah. And the payoff was intense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in the Jaws film, for sure. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But they weren't messing around. <laughs> no, they were not. No, they were not. Just, you've heard me say this before. That movie for me is perfection. I get you. People yeah, are like, yeah, but the mechanical shark. I'm like, it doesn't matter. They refrain from showing the mechanical shark. They, the they, movie they, is they perfection. Yeah, they limited it to as much as needed to be to not make it stupid. Because that, that could have been B-movie territory all over, and it wasn't because of the way they played it. Because it can be very stupid very quickly. Well, not only was it not B-movie, it's because of this movie that the blockbuster was born. This became the first ever, before it was called the blockbuster, this was the first blockbuster. Wow. This is the thing that had people queuing around the blocks. This was the thing that was selling out cinema screens for weeks on end. This was the first ever blockbuster. And as you just said, it could have gone so horribly the other way. And when you read about the production of this film, six months overtime, Spielberg's lawyers telling him, close down the production, you're going to bankrupt us. The shark breaking down. People, you know... Uh, fucking uh, Richard Dreyfus and Robert Shaw constantly fighting with each other. Like, the production on this film was a <laughs> It nightmare. shouldn't happen. On paper, it shouldn't happen, is it? Nothing worked. The, and, yet, like, yeah. and yet it worked. Yeah. Unreal. Man. Unreal. I, I think the only more troubled production in Hollywood history I can think of was Apocalypse Now, and that's because they're all cracked off their head. <laughs> Yeah, that that that. Those, those scenes with Dennis Hopper, that was Francis Ford Coppola going, ah, fuck it, just roll. <laughs> <laughs> I have a schedule to maintain. <laughs> just yeah. He's high. Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed, indeed, it is. So your number two then? Yes, my number two was. Well, we punted anyway, but it's um, Indiana Jones. Okay. That was your what? That was my. I believe that was my. That is my four. Your four. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. Well, my, our fours and twos are swapped, put it that way. Um, here it is. Yes. Adventure. It, Such good adventure. It's the adventure, isn't it? It is the adventure that you are, you're forever taken on. It's, it, it's, it's there and it's there each time for the film and you just know, you just feel it, you know, just give me my fedora and my whip and I'm good to go. Just don't bring me a snake. <laughs> are, it, hey, come on, man, the... show a little backbone. <laughs> <laughs> snakes, I hate snakes. Oh, but I it hate just, snakes. I, well, just... I thought two at least of the movies, that Raiders of the Lost Star. Well, no, actually this applies to the three originals. Uh, so Raiders, Temple of Doom and our personal favourite, The Last Crusade. There are elements of horror in them. Of course. of course. And that's what they did that was really clever. You know, it was comedic. Harrison Ford obviously carried it with his effort. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, 
not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Investing charm, the adventure, you know, raiding tombs before raiding tombs had a name was great. Yeah. And, you know, history that if you were a history buff, like you loved. History. And if you weren't, you got bored into it. And then elements of horror. Like they straight up melt the face off people but in the first film. It, I think that's what made it a real adventure is that there is actual danger. It's not like, hey kids, let's go on an adventure and it's like nothing there. There are actual threats. And you know what? Okay, it didn't happen to the main guy, but you know, <laughs> look at everyone else. You want to drink from that cup? This will happen to you. You yeah. want to pick that up? This will happen to you. Like, it, 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 it all builds into it. Like, it and all what, has and what do you get for your worries? He chose poorly. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's comforting. Yeah. And that is what it is. And you just feel it. And I think it's because of those elements of horror that you really do feel that adventure. And the heroic, do you know what? It has that heroicness to it as well. You know, very similar to Superman. You just feel, you feel elevated. It sets the pulse racing like, let's go. Like, you know, <laughs> you feel it. You feel it. It just takes you on. It sets the pulse. It, it, it gets you racing. You feel it for sure. Again, sets the tone. Sets it, the tone yeah. perfectly. And you can just, you hear that music and you can still see the four of them riding off into the sunset at the end of Last Crusade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you can see it perfectly. You can indeed. You can indeed. So my so number I, one. I believe we have the same number one. It must be. Well, potentially. I mean, are we talking the main theme? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we are talking the same number one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Star that. Wars. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's Star Wars. You know the, the main the, theme. The title theme. The title theme. Here we go, guys. In case you don't know what it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, nothing in cinema is more iconic than that sound. So here's where my argument came in. You look at all of the films that we've listed. Now, I look at Superman, and as I said, it was there, but it couldn't carry itself into Man of Steel. It had to stop at that point, and this was where it was. You look at Indiana Jones, as much as the adventure's still there, the Crystal Skull just doesn't last. This one has done nine films, and you dare, you, you couldn't go into a Star Wars movie, a Skywalker saga, because I don't know what comes next, potentially, you know, it might be time for a new film. However, those nine films if any of those any of those didn't have that you'd be like whoa 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 this isn't star wars (laughs) you know that's true the initial trilogy just hit you and you're like okay but if you're going to go back to episode one when it first came out and everyone's like okay it's a new thing no episode one i'm talking actual episode one okay where you're like okay george lucas is bringing back star wars what's going to happen and that, you know, you've got the titles in the screen and that music, you're like, and we're in a Star Wars movie. Like, okay, some shit may change, but we're still within the realms of Star Wars that we know. And it's so fascinating you just said that because that was the exact feeling I not only got in episode one and all the prequels, but also the long-awaited number seven. Yeah. Because you have to appreciate, 
the prequels, while I think there's some redeeming things in them, they left a bad taste in people's mouths. Indeed, agreed. Right? There was so much apprehension and fear. With excitement, there was no doubt, because the trailers kicked us for The Force Awakens. <laughs> like, the tra- fucking Han Solo at the end of the second trailer going, Chewie, we're home, had people crying online. Like, I just it's the best thing ever. <laughs> I'm so happy. It's like, yes, of course you're fucking happy. Han Solo's bad. Not for long, but Han Solo's <laughs> bad. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, that... And what was so weird is that the beginning of episode seven's jarring because you don't get that 20th century Fox intro, which is so synonymous with Star Wars. It just cut silent straight to Lucasfilm. Yes, yes, we're back. It puts you back in the world. And this, I mean, bearing in mind, so here we go again. Star Wars, very, very late to the party, but I knew, I know what that was. And then for me, as I will say, episode seven, The Force Awakens, as much as I, I, I went to the cinema for episode one. So I was like, okay, let's see what this is. You do that. It hit me. I'm like, okay, I'm watching a Star Wars movie. Again, you have that apprehension. Like, mm, the last time I came here, it didn't go so well. Yeah. However, <laughs> the next minute it starts off and you're like, this is a Star Wars movie I can sign into. That was my personal opinion. But you just know it puts you right in the room into galactic adventure straight away. You feel it with this song. And it's for it to last generations. And it will continue to do so. You, you, I mean, when I say generations, guys, I literally think of it. Star Wars 1, 1970s. Yeah. Right? The prequels. Yeah. The years. prequels. You're talking 2000s. You're in your 2010s. Yeah. For the next, what, late 2010s at that. Can we go? It's insane. Insane. And it still lasts. And people respect it throughout. And everything comes in between it for this franchise. And the franchise is, I'm not going to say nothing without the song, but it just tells you anytime Star Wars. You hear that song, you hear a lightsaber. Without there actually many times being a lightsaber over that song, but you feel it. Insane. Yeah. It, 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 it's perfection. That is what John Williams creates with some of these films, is perfection. You cannot, there's, I don't think there's any fucking composer on the planet, I'm guessing, but I'm hoping I'm right, but I don't know any composer who looks at that opening Star Wars, you know, when it slides up into the stars and the crawl follows and they think, I could do that better. Fuck off, <laughs> die. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone would be so rude. I don't think anyone could be so rude. It's, it's the God's honest truth behind it. Like, it, you know it. It just, it, it's synergy. It's synergy. It is. And that's why he is the GOAT. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. is. He's unreal. For sure. How the fuck do you rush more this? So this is my challenge. As I said, they're similar but different. My top three: Superman, Indiana. Like people hear it like, oh, is it that one? And you're like, nope. Yeah, you're close, but it's wrong. And that, I mean, personally, that's how I felt as well. Some of you might don't be so stupid. I know the feeling. Do we put all three in because of the mega franchises that they were? They lasted over film, or do we try to deviate it slightly? Because it's essentially to be in there, we agree on that. Yeah, well, that's number one. Now, we could do that. Now, do we just say, I mean, my top four were Jaws, Superman, Indiana, Star Wars. Jaws. Essentially, we've covered Star Wars anyway, without as much as it hurts to take out Imperial March. Do we look at something like ET, which is there, the, the Jurassic Park situation? It, 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 Harry it's Potter. Cool. Or even Schindler's List. Schindler's List, I'm going to say no. I don't think it's as quintessential. I think but, but, I think we can eliminate any movies where you're like, which one? 
These ones have okay, got to be the ones okay. where you're like, this is John Williams. I get that. Uh, but you know what? If you think of it, this is, that would be the only one that we both have that shows sorrow. Like, it, 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 it's completely different from the rest. I'm not saying it has to be. I'm just saying if you're going to look at a different scope, like he can set the tone in many different ways. That's all I'm saying. Let me play with you then. If we put that in, what goes out? Yeah, this is why I just said I'm not saying it had to go in or not, but that's the way I look at it. Honestly, in my lower tier, the only one which I would say could make a shout would be Harry Potter. Because it's, it's a hugely famous piece of music. So let's say Star Wars is in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go now. I think it was your number two, Jaws. Yes. The... It's there. Has to. He scared people with two notes. Well, it was the, it was the theme that set the fear. Indie kind of needs to be. I, I, I agree. I agree. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, well, I might be in difficult. And I'm like, because I'm, I'm trying to think that, I mean, if you're going to tell me adventure, Indiana Jones is going to kick anyone else's rear end when it comes to adventures. Like, it sets it better than any other. But then I, now don't get me wrong, I'm hearing there are Potter folk out there being like, you, oh, have, to put Harry in, you have to put Harry in. Now, as much as I like... Over put, Superman and Jurassic Park, though? This, yeah. is the, this is the problem. There are other film fans out there saying that you cannot. And I know it. As much as Jurassic Park is there, I think there are film fans out there saying, you are not going to take off. Da, 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 da. I, I, I don't know if you can take off Superman. Legitimately. Do you know, actually, when, when we're editing this, which is going to sound really fucking meta, because what you guys will have heard up until now is already edited. <laughs> but I'm just talking to AJ here, so back off. I don't know which piece of music I'm going to use for Superman. Do I actually do that opening you've just done that? Bum, 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 or do I wait till it's built up when it's speeded up? This is it. Bum, 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 you know? Oh, no, no, Superman has to be it. It has to be it. For fuck's sake, we've just proven that there are two parts to it that you could use that are both is equally iconic. We're stupid to say otherwise. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. No, 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 no. So Star Wars, we both agreed is number one, so it'd be stupid to take it off. Jaws, we are just pre- we oh, agreed. We've got it. We've, we've, it's that four, yeah? Cool. That, we've got it. There's... My top four. <laughs> yeah, that's right fine. <laughs> it fucking hurts that Jurassic Park's not going in there, but oh, so many. Because even I, I look at the Imperial March, I look at ET, and both of those have got those moments that you're like, <gasps> you know, people. There were a lot of people thinking, guys, ET, but no, that that four, especially. I'll see like, your ET, and I'll raise you, Superman. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'll see your ET, and I'll raise you, Indiana, Star Wars. Like, no, nah, this is the four. This is the four. Fuck you. Fuck off, hurts me though. Bro. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> the little child, the eight, the little fat eight-year-old child with his massive tub of popcorn inside him, he's going, what the precious dinosaurs, we love it. It's like, bro, shut up, little golem. The, the, the entire school of Hogwarts hates us as well. <laughs> They're like, you didn't just do that to us. But that, guys, be real. Listen to what they you're listening. They can all go in Crucio as far as I'm concerned, oh, oh, oh. because too sweet Lord of the Rings. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm not entering that argument. I'm just saying. No argument. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. In the John Williams world, Lord of the Rings doesn't exist. So <laughs> the pop fans here are like, you should have put it in. You should have put it in. <laughs> Apologies. Okay. Right, should we do this? Are you ready? Then, for the one man in his living room and the other man sitting on the stairs and the thousands listening around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rush more. It sounds so much easier in studio where no one judges us. <laughs> next to each other and there's no fucking exactly. delay. You just know what you're doing. You're like, okay, let's go for it. Let's go ahead. Now you're like, people are going to think, what, especially on the staircase, like, what the fuck is this guy on about? <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of John Williams scores in no particular order is Star Wars. Our second entry is Jaws. Our third entry is He Hates Snakes, Indiana Jones. Our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of John Williams scores is... Is it a bird? Is it a plane? It's Superman. (laughs) Oh, mate, I tell you what. Challenge, it was an interesting one because I did picture, like, how are we going to do this? And again, I I, I said it. I'm like, I'm I'm not going to hum. I'm not going to hum. Some of them, you're like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to hum it because it sets the tone so much. And people know instantly that you're like, okay, that one. That, oh, of course. And and this is where it goes back to your point. What is a very important, most important part, or what is an important part of cinema? And you think of the music, as much as some people are like, oh, whatever, the music. You've just listened to an entire podcast that made you think, shit, it threw you back into that film. It brought you back into the room. So you know exactly what the power of music actually is. 100% yeah. right there. Yeah. Okay. That Wonderful. was, yeah, that, that, fun. That, that was fun. That was fun. That was nuts. Again, um, if, in case anyone was wondering when I talked about worst, a film that I can't personally stand was... Um, Close Encounter to the Third Kind. And I was like, I really don't want to do it because when I actually listened to the music, I'm like, this is sci-fi. You feel sci-fi all over it. And I was like, I, I, I can't. Do, 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 do. Yeah. But when it, oh, those but, alien sounds, man, they became a soundbite. Yeah, yeah. But, ah, oh, no, credit credit to him where it's due. He, he's done it all. He's done it all. So He is, can we both agree he's the goat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Is. I, 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 the, the, the awards have spoken. <laughs> the awards have spoken, if we're honest. Like, there's not much more we could say to that. Um, yeah, guys, well, thank you very much. If it's your first time, we hope you enjoyed. And we are just going to drop down our free rules. Like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> That's as close as it is. I would just like to thank you so much for joining us on this journey. If you've been here before, what, what can I say? But you know. You know you know. <laughs> we got love for you, so thank you very much. Um, we are available on Twitter at MovieMTRushmore, Instagram and Facebook at Silver Screen Dudes. <sighs> thank you so much, and keep going. Nick, what would you like to add, sir? I would add, as well as the podcast that we're putting out at the moment, we have uh, also, well, I, I say we, I am doing the countdown, the daily countdown of the yes, 100 of greatest of films of all time. 
yes, yes. Um, I'd like to be very clear on this. This is not my list. <laughs> I've had a few people thought, like, what? I'm like, it's Empire. He said it at the beginning. Empire. And stopped. I will continue to say it each and every day as a disclaimer because there are some movies that there are all. Actually, the movie I watched last night, which I'm reviewing later today, really didn't like. Oh, okay. Tune in later. I will do. Um, for those of you who are listening, going, I wonder which one that was when they recorded. Number 89. <laughs> really didn't like it. Um, and I don't get the hype behind it. And I will discuss later. We are on Instagram every single day. We, I am doing the countdown of the 100 greatest films of all time, brought to you by Empire Magazine doing a little review and there's also the official countdown in our story highlights as well as that we have relaunched and i say relaunched our other podcast back to you aj yes it is the ministry of wrestling we are doing what we can we're just covering the news in wrestling um thank you silver screen dudes page for notifying the um, ministry page on instagram i believe our man drake maverick is still in there i i have to check the rules of the tournament because yes he lost but he's still got two more matches so he's been in there but the the, the, the reception's getting there we are slowly building we are just talking mainly wwe at the moment um if time permits i'll start entering the aew world and stuff like that but it means having to discuss it and try watching 20 10 films a week people plus yes. <laughs> the top 10 <laughs> top 100 films yes we're in lockdown but we still have lives to live so <laughs> just to add another wrestling show for two hours or so just no work. yeah <laughs> I got a night show to watch. (laughs) (laughs) So there is a lot in there, but we are there. Thank you for the support. It is at Ministry of Wrestling at MOW News on Twitter. Hit us up. We are getting a new logo. Bro, the logo, the logo, the logo. It will be up there. It will be up there along with our um, Make Drake Champ. I haven't given up on that. So if you are a wrestling fan, mainly WWE at the moment, but we will be entering other territories soon, please do give us a follow. It is at Ministry of Wrestling on Twitter. all your pod, well, all your podcasts on iTunes and Spotify. It is at Ministry of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram. Ministry of Wrestling is all one word, by the way, guys. In case you're wondering, on the Insta, obviously you can type it in Facebook. There's no underscores or anything like that. And MOW News. We're keeping it as fresh as we can. Yeah. So, so two podcasts now. Um, I also did the. Uh, despite the fact that we're in lockdown, we are doing our news show with K2K. That continued, although I had to do it on my own this last week. Um, that is available in the podcast feed now, ready for you guys to listen to. I'm talking about the new Green Hornet movie. Yes, really, that's happening. Couldn't believe it. But So I have to, I have to touch on this. I, oh. I'm actually over the moon. I, I, I know we're running out of time. I'm actually over the moon because I hated what Seth Rogen done. And I believe the Green Hornet needs to be told. And the major thing I touched on, who plays Kato? That was my problem. That is the one thing I've been scratching my head. Ten at. years ago, you've got Jet Li, Jackie, Tony, even Donnie Yen. Now, there's no one there. Who there you got? At the moment. That, now, is, that is the biggest problem. My thinking is the only way they have to go around this is really sideline him as a secondary non-vocal character and just make him a martial yeah. artist. Yeah. yeah. And in that case, you just go for the best martial artist you can find. Pretty simple. Sure. Yeah. Plenty of good ones out there. And, and you know what? They can make a star. Yeah, you could make a star out of it. You never know. You never know. So it will be something. But yes, continue. Sorry. Okay, yeah, okay, so yeah. we've got the Green Hornet being talked about, AMC being saved from bankruptcy, and my profuse defense of how they are not in bankruptcy through their own fault. Um, I talk about uh, the new Al Capone trailer starring Tom Hardy and also Sam Raimi returning to the M- well, returning, officially entering the MCU and 
having a stab at his second string of comic book films after his original Spider-Man movies, as well as the throwback Thursday, of course. Ten years old and twenty years old. There's a whooper in twenty years old this month. Oh, Holy shit. Even I have to check that out. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm shuddering trying to think what it is. But yeah, I will be checking that out. Okay, guys, that is that is who we are. This is what we're about. And thank you for joining us. And join us again next week. So until the next time, I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan. I'm Nicolero. See ya. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.